It is with great remorse that I am writing this. After many years as a peer and many years as a friend and podcast host, I have decided to end my friendship with Chuck Anderson. I'm saying this publicly so that the fans and media members can please stop asking me about his illegitimate children. I don't know. My family doesn't know and neither do my kids. Unfortunately, I live in Nashville, so the questions are unavoidable, but hopefully this helps to clear things up. Truth be told, I never liked the guy. He works too hard. It makes the rest of us look bad. He's my son's favorite co-host, and I view that as a complete betrayal of how hard I've worked to put a roof over his head. I'm sorry I'm having to give this Drake response, but I feel like this is the best way to address this issue that I'm clearly losing also. I wish everyone the best of luck with their illegitimate children, especially my podcast hosts. Oh, and a giant middle finger to John Burr also, just because. All right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here once again with my buddies Chuck and John. Hey now. Together in the same room. Look out. It's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you. Let's do a little rundown what everybody's too. wearing. Keith's yep. in his uh, Bill Lambeer face mask, blue shirt. Yep. You guys are on brand. I messed it up. Although wearing a Diego Maradona jersey is mm-hmm. kind of on brand for me. Yeah. I, is he okay? I am, I am obese and dying. Mm-hmm. Well, and... Uh, and I flail uh, birdie fingers at people. It's, yeah. I saw a picture of Maradona looking very excited, and they said there was uh, evidence of uh, blood found in his cocaine. Yeah. Believe it or not, I have not had my stomach stapled multiple times. No. Like Diego Maradona has had gastric bypass surgery. Really? How many How many professional athletes have had gastric bypass surgery? How, yeah, just, how far do you have to fall? Rex Ryan, was he ever a professional player? I don't think no, so. It's a, he's a daddy's boy. That's how he got Oh, yeah, he's a buddy Ryan. Yeah. yeah. No? Who Who else? I can't really Charles think of Barkley would. But, I could see Charles let's Barkley. Think about it, though. Man. I mean, Maradona was the king Dude, of sports, where you're the king of running. Yeah. yeah, he got so fat he had to have gastric. That's impressive. Oh man, I'm always impressed by the fat athlete. Well, yeah. you see how Mike Bibby post NBA. Oh my he, god, he quit doing what? cardio and it all went to his arms. What he, on earth is that? Looks like a Roblox character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's Vin. He's biodiesel. <laughs> he's Vin Diesel, he? but he's over six feet tall. Yeah. I know. <laughs> can you Dude, imagine? That he thing, is Groot. That they thing. should put him in a Fast and Furious. They he can fight on a plane. Like, chiseled uh, out of marble. Did you see that thing with Dwayne Wade, though? No. Do you remember? That was hilarious. That was incredible. Yeah. Uh, remember in 2012 when the Knicks were playing the Heat and Mike Bibby lost his shoe and Dwayne Wade threw it out of the... Yes. How could well, I forget? Right. So Wade basically says, uh, 2012, here, punk, go get your shoe. Uh, 2018. Sorry, sir. Did you drop this? <laughs> In that world, I'm not. It's and not I exactly. Believe, I believe Gabrielle Union was the one who brought the photo oh. to Dwayne Wade's attention. Gabrielle Union, who John does not know who that is. Correct. That's was she in Fast and Furious? She was in Bad Boys Two. She was Will Smith's love interest. That, that she's never been in a Fast and the Furious. It seems like she could have been mm-hmm. in one of those. Like I like. I know Bad Boys Two. You, I know you know who she is. I don't. It's insane. She's, she's, she's super funny. I've no, heard, she's uh, great on the internet. Yeah, she's a Twitter persona? 
No, she's just a famous she, yeah, person. She's a famous person. She's on Twitter. She's got That's followers. That's a Twitter persona. Yeah. No, she's a... I mean, a Twitter persona is someone who was not famous. She's literally been in multiple movies that you've seen at least twice. She's Give me another literally one. just Help very me. famous. Help right. me break through this. I think you're being purposefully obtuse. I'm not. I'm, I'll, I'll Google, Google it right her. now. You yeah. for sure know who Gabrielle Union is. Gabrielle. She was in that cheerleading movie. Oh, yeah. That doesn't She's help. in Bring It On. Bring It On. She was, she was the... Hurts your case. Okay. See, John, this is John, why you don't... You're just being ignorant. Now, now you claim to know movies. I'm the guy that's only seen good The films. Brothers? No. You I've seen, seen, seen The Brothers. No. The 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, that's like I, I saw that. Classic. She looks like somewhat... That. She looks like Laura from uh, Family Matters. Laura. I don't know who that is. Yeah. I have seen Cradle to the Grave. Yeah, and she's in yeah. that. She's the one that... What's his name? DMX I saw, gets all... I saw 10 Things I Hate About You the same night... Is the Matrix? Ooh, the Matrix was. was it changed my life. In my defense, this is a bad career, <laughs> a very bad career, and, and I am the person who sees every movie. Yeah, you. And are. I have, uh, I have seen almost none of these. This is a terrible career. She's. She was on Family Matters as Mall Girl. Oh, okay. She's been in the That's game, That's like bro. how I went and saw... I, I always thought I went and saw every movie when I was in college. Mm-hmm. And it turns out every movie that my wife, who I did not know at the time, um, she went on tons of dates in college, she says, mm-hmm. and they all went to the movie. She saw in the theater every movie I did not see from like 1996 <laughs> to 2005. She's like, I saw the worst movie ever, Van Helsing. In like, her, oh, I never saw that. She's like, oh, I saw in the theater. In her giant filmography, I have seen four of these movies. I do not know who Gabrielle you have, is. You have seen Bad Boys 2 countless I've seen of Bad times. Boys 2. I've seen Cradle to the Grave. I've seen 10 Things I Hate About You. And I have seen parts of Chris Rock's horrible top five. Cradle to the Grave. <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to talk about this? That's the best. Jet Li, DMX. And DMX. Or yeah, yeah. Seagal, DMX. I, What's I, the Jet Li, DMX? Is there a Romeo Must Die? That's, Ro- that's Jet Li. Yeah. That has that awesome Aaliyah very, song. very close yeah. And together. I think they all have uh, Anthony Anderson and Tom Arnold as an unstoppable <laughs> comedy duo. But... Yeah, I mean, this is a very who, who, well, Somebody should tap those two into, like, just a machine where they're the buddies. I'm pretty sure they'll run for president. Film. Oh, Tom Arnold? Yeah. And uh, Anthony Anderson. Oh, it is Jet Li DMX. It's Cradle to, to the, the Grave. grave. Yeah, wait, I, knew wait, I was But running. Anthony Anderson's not, a, not in that one? Let's see here. I can't um, keep track. Ooh, Mark DeCascos. Anthony Hopkins is in this. See? <laughs> I don't Mark DeCascos, who uh, was the Top Chef guy. Whew. Once no, upon we, a time, we, we got off it. Didn't once we? upon a time, DMX ruled the world. I love DMX. Never forget that once upon a time he ruled the world. It's dogs. Dogs. Speaking of my ignorance level, where John does not know Gabrielle Union, I'm aware DMX is fa- is famous. Don't know what his thing is. At one in one year, he had two platinum records. Sure. Yeah. No, I believe you. And he was the only rapper alive that mattered. He is, is a living is dog. He, is he up in here? Yes. Uh, well, no, he has lost his mind. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. so that's that, that, so, that like is, that's the only bit of information. Keith, Actually, I'll say two bits of information. Up in here, cradle to the grave. That's it. Keith, if you keep acting like this, you're going to make him lose his mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I figured. Well, uh, I mean, I could literally do a whole podcast about DMX. I talked to John for about yeah, we talked 30 for minutes a long time. about a DMX origin story we got uh, discovered by the CEO of Def Jam Records in Yonkers. And it's an incredible story. DMX is one of the only guys whose who's real name is, is like probably, to me, more badass than his fake name. His name is Earl Simmons. That's a really cool name. <laughs> it's a strong name. Yeah. 
Well, since we're back all in person together, it right. allows us to go on more tangents. We can feel them. <laughs> right. Not wondering if John is hearing us. Or staring at kids at Monkey Joe's. Or standing outside a daycare. That's right. Uh, with his zipper half unzipped, because that's the Woo! kind of he buys. <laughs> anyway. I don't remember the last time I, I left the house with my zipper all the way up, and mm. I think it's sometime in Never Ember. Uh, did we have breakfast, guys? Man, a protein bar. My back has been dogging me, so I woke up, took meloxicam and 800 of ibuprofen, and then show up at John's house and have him bring me out prednisone. But you have to... Dog prednisone, by the way. Yeah, dog. His dad's a vet (laughs) and just sends that hardcore steroid, horse steroid shit. 40 MGs come out and say, Chuck, take half of this, man. (laughs) Don't go crazy. So I... uh, This will dilate your pupils and maybe your urethra, so take it easy. Yeah, my back has been, ugh, messed up. You got that Kerr back? I got that Kerr back. You got that Michael Porter Jr. back? You know how I heard it? Oh, no. Oh, no. You know how I heard it? Throwing cinder blocks in my backyard. (laughs) (laughs) The Chuck uh, out? The Chuck workout? The old old Viking workout. Yeah, so I, like, was... I got bored, so I took... My backyard is effectively an industrial yard because I have, like, a shipping container back there and old, like, pipes from, like, construction, like, PVC large Do you beat tires with hammers? So I took this giant, like, uh, chain-link fence post. Like, it's, you know, seven feet tall. And I just start swinging it in the backyard. <laughs> and then I take two cinder blocks and, and stand them up and run that uh, bar through it. We are back to masochism. And I was doing, doing some pull-ups, pull push-ups. I was push-ups. doing clean and jerk and press. Like, yeah. And clean and press. And like, so the, I just was like, all right, just do one more. I got it up and I'm like, Kick it. Oh, yeah. My whole life just like went white. I think I felt something snap in my oh, ass. Oh, I heard a pop. <laughs> and are... I just like literally dropped it and stepped back. And my back, I, it's not been right ever since. You live in my mind now, you live in the trailer. True detective? That is in front of like a, a junkyard. You're where the la- Herzog was hanging out. The last time I picked Chuck Cup, he just came out with a gas mask and totally nude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're one part Reggie Ledoux, one part the, the villain of Jack Reacher. Yeah. Uh, living in a trailer in, in a junkyard. Yeah. So that's Come kinda... to my house, discuss basketball with me. <laughs> Either that or you're, uh, you're for, the, for the fathers out there, you're... Uh, the guy from the Circus McGurkis. Uh, we're, clean, we're cleaning out the junkyard. Okay. You're, you're Sneelock. You're Sneelock. Which one's real, Gabrielle Union or Circus McGurkis? Deep dad talk today, boys. Deep dad talk. Uh, John, what did you have for breakfast? I also had prednisone for breakfast. <laughs> uh, I had prednisone, and then I had a uh, my Vitamix shake that I made. Man, y'all mm. got to be careful. That prednisone lowers that immune system, makes you more susceptible. It also makes sick. your face really fat. Quick question, guys. Is my face really fat? Have you been <laughs> taking prednisone for the past four years? I'm going to need a control before <laughs> I answer. <laughs> you need to put up your shields first. <laughs> Uh, my breakfast was. I've, I've been on a. Well, big, don't you want to hear what was in the shake? No, no. Okay. Sounds what valid. Sounds terrible. That's a weird one. I just had you. the, which has become my standard. I'm really on a vanilla yogurt kick. <laughs> oh. Just, uh, just coffee vanilla yogurt. Bam. You know what? Anyone There's a who, lot of self-flagellation in this room. Right yeah, now. You're, I'm sure you're in a weird Woo! kinky BDSM stuff because there's no way you enjoy life. That, that kind of we are all just punishing ourselves, <laughs> right? We're we gotta, in we some gotta, way we're all we being ourselves some good breakfast. up. Uh, and I'm, I mean, I'm going to Vegas in a couple weeks. Chuck, I'm there. Is going to be there. I'll for be a day. there for a day. Friday the sixth. I get in uh, at noon and I leave that night. Okay. So I'm, I'm not. Having br- I'm having breakfast with power listener Damon Rangula the, the next day. The next day. The next morning. He's not flying in until the next morning. 
He'll he'll I think he'll be the no, he's playing poker all day Friday. Maybe you can track him down at the Bruh, if, if DeMond's in Vegas, I'm seeing DeMond. That's exciting. Forget it. That's my dog. We ate steak and eggs in LA and went to watch Kobe play his last season. It was That's great. That's pretty awesome. But I, I am excited. So hopefully I'll get a m- little more variety, uh, an actual good breakfast. Demond oh, no. helped me buy this uh, iPad. It's oh, I remember that on it Slack. Was, I was more helpless <laughs> than when I was uh, desperately Googling Gabrielle Union. <laughs> <laughs> That's the homie. Shout out to mom. So we got, some, we got some good breakfast coming up, hopefully. All right. After our breakfast, we move to our breakfast in bed apologies this is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode does anyone have anything they need to apologize for i mean we already did the deep dad talk but i'm sorry i might have to i might cry this episode my kids met this weekend or the day before father's day so the last before the last time we yeah we haven't spoken we haven't spoken in a while that's that brings me news. to my apology. I'm sorry right. that your kids had to meet Uncle Grandma. Oh yeah, John is. I spent a lot of time with Chuck's children. For me, that was a lot of. It was. That it was, was a lot of children. Probably time. 15 minutes. For, well, for him, it so was. You heard of the theory, theory of relativity? <laughs> right. It fell a lot longer than that. <laughs> I brought him to the bar. You know, my daughter's 15, going on 16, and she uh, she wanted to see the bar, and John was working behind the bar, opening up. I did you a solid. And yeah, I was just like walking, you know, just getting the truck ready. Talking and leave my kid there, and John has uh, basically ruined my son's ability to trust people ever again. Sure, oh. um, handing him limes, saying, "Here, this is sweet." We got that. That actually was it's on candy. Like, the last time we spoke. Yeah. We oh, was it the John tricky? Oh, he's I think, been. I think it's gone further. I did hot pepper him. This oh no, time. he got hot pepper challenged. <laughs> I like. Him. I don't know. If Chuck's he... kid takes it better than Chuck. Oh, oh no, he's, just, he's he just said he just goes. This is spices. <laughs> this is sp- this is not sweet. This is spicy. Yeah, we got well, a, your daughter loved it. Oh, yeah, we have a habanero chili tincture that we put in a. Pilon. It's real hot. Oh, nice. It's real hot, and just a little drop he gave my kid without my permission or knowledge. Sorry. Right, um, I was babysitting though, but I gave him. You know, well, John hands him a bar rag and he has him wipe down all the counters. I also like for him oh, to take all the nipples, nipples yeah. off the bottle. He's time. my right. he's my nipple twister. He's a nipple twister, and he says that to him as soon as he sees him. You and ready to twist some nipples? Very uncomfortable. <laughs> very very uncomfortable. I don't know if we need to edit anything, but I didn't know. I didn't know Chuck that there is a soundbite in there where you say, "I took my daughter, who's 15, going on 16 <laughs> to the bar." Right. So I, I mean, I know there's a, no. there's context. Well, there's. But I want to let you know that was, soundbite I, does exist. It does exist, and I, you know, the. the it was like four o'clock. But I did you a solid because I put are portrayed the grizzled, miserable bartender. Because I have a pretty sweet gig. I work like one or two days. Right. Opening. It's the easiest thing in the world. It is. And that's why you it, don't it, close. His daughter. Oh no no no. <laughs> his daughter comes in. She's like, I want to work in a bar so bad. And I just immediately took on the persona of girl. You don't want in this business. I don't want in this business. Let me tell you how bad. And by the end of it, she's like, "You're right. I don't know. I do not want to work here." Thank yeah. you. Yeah, there job. is. Um, there yeah, is scared, scared straight. There yeah. is video of my daughter and my son meeting. Oh, that's and this will be my last thing. This is why I'll I'll stop the apology. What the second? And I didn't know it happened until I watched the video after. But the second they hugged, I made this noise. Oh, it was kind of surreal. Mm-hmm. I went. Some call it the dismount. I went. <laughs> yeah. And that was my all the remnants of my ridiculous life leaving my body because I have two kids I got to take care of now. Right, right. That's special. It is. I so sorry, like- guys. If you turn into tune into the show for my wild escapades, 
you better go listen to old episodes. Yeah, because we're only talking about now consequences. We're talking about consequences. <laughs> we're talking about using things. We're talking about reality. We're talking about responsibility. We're talking about a daughter who could download and listen to my podcast. So right. yeah. I'm afraid of these things. And if uh, kids are listening, you better be wearing those luchador masks I bought you. Oh, yeah, those great. <laughs> Father's cheap. Day. Father's Day, I go, I take my kids all around Nashville, and then we end up watching Luchador wrestling with John Burr. That's, that's pretty awesome. Uh, and it was amazing. He bought both of my kids Luchador masks because he was afraid if he bought my son one, my 15-year-old daughter would get mad she didn't get it. I have no, I have no idea how children's minds work. <laughs> I just yeah. remember jealousy being a huge thing. Sharing, can't share a mask. Right. Cannot share a mask. No. <laughs> Cannot share a Mexican wrestling mask. <laughs> Never again. My apology is on our episode right before the draft. We were espousing, I especially was espousing, that the following seven days from that episode would be insane. That would carry us through the NBA draft. It nah. was, eh, yeah, it was fine. Up. I mean, like, Dwight Howard got traded, which was hilarious. <laughs> but nothing happened. Like, no NBA players got traded on draft night. That was a huge bummer. We had a lot of fun at our Memphis Grizzlies watch party in Nashville. Define like, fun. Well, I mean, we had a lot of fun. I don't... Existential dread. Well, sure, there was the picks, which I guess we, we will get to <laughs> in a Grizzlies epilogue, breaking down uh, how it's hard to get excited or sad, really, about what they did. But it was fun draft night, but there was no none of those big trades. I thought something big was going to happen. I mean, since then, we've gotten Gortat for Austin Rivers, which, again... It's fun. That's titillation. I love it. But wasn't exactly the big news that I was promised. So uh, I'm yeah, we sorry. We really thought some things were going about to happen. That. I mean, yeah. particularly in drafts past, we were kind of... Crazy things have we've, happened. We've like, been conditioned yeah. for madness. Yeah. And but, all we got was carefully worded Woj tweets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was in and of itself somewhat funny. And in addition to your to your uh, apology, I want to apologize for just Googling where Dwight Howard went. <laughs> just no idea. He's going to be a free agent. <laughs> is he he's gone great? nowhere. He's going to be bought out. Oh, okay. He's in the ether. So he's like Brooklyn. He's effectively on the Nets. The he's, next on, he's technically on the Nets. But he's, he's like so many farts, Chuck. He's just out there. Yeah, boy. Uh, as my son said, I said, son, did you toot? Do you stink? He said yes, but it goes away. No, I'm <laughs> Your sorry. Your son is like I he, love everything he says. He's is hilarious, zen. but I feel like it's also just I'm Bill Cosby he's, doing the yeah. kids say the darndest things. His right. kid is John Paul Sartre. Mm. All right, uh, <laughs> after our breakfast in bed apologies. Before we get to the steak and eggs best thing, and we might actually talk about basketball now. We have a few nah. questions submitted by our Patreon supporters. The croissant questionnaire. Any questions? Um, yes. Are you going to finish that croissant? Knock yourself out. Uh, John, did you pull some? Or I got a couple I can pull out, too. Go for it. All right. Ball from Grace asks, if Carmelo gets bought out by Oklahoma City... We both went to the same one. What is the ideal landing spot for him? Retirement, not an option in this scenario. I'm also going to say uh, the Chinese Basketball League, not an option. Okay. okay. So no what Shanghai is the, Sharks. What no is the ideal... No Szechuan Blue Whales. Okay. What is the ideal landing spot for a bought-out Carmelo Anthony? What do we got? What is he now? Is he mellow, uh, hoodie mellow? Like in his brain, is he mentally well, still the guy who? Him he, going back to Hoodie Mello is a bit tone deaf, right? Like you did that last summer, right? But like in his what, head, is he the alpha or is he a guy yes. that can take a role? Well, no. he he did. 
Does the does him taking this contract signify a change in his own viewpoint of himself? No. No. He it is doesn't? him getting twenty nine million dollars. So he's gonna get paid. But in my in my weird world, in my head, he like thinks he's probably worth more than that. So in my brain, which is probably broken and probably cares uh or probably values Carmelo too highly still. Mm-hmm. I feel like I wouldn't hate seeing him on the Blazers if he could accept a role. This is bought out. Like, okay, so this bought is, out if he could accept a role. He's on, still paid, and he's going to a team to try Hornets to help them. The Hornets just need buckets. Oh my god, come on! He's not going. He to, would not go to the Hornets, but Michael no, this Jordan's is a there. New York City guy. He's going to go to a place where there's, uh, you know, at least a chance for him to have some the, sort of. Like, if the Pacers life. strike out in free agency, he he's could not play going on to the Charlotte Pacers, or Indiana. He's he opted into Oklahoma he City. Was, he was miserable Oklahoma there. City. He's uh, he opted into thirty million dollars. Right. I mean, I, I think teams I that could still f- use him. <clears throat> Cavs. Uh, yeah. I, if he goes anywhere that d- it, it, is isn't shiny, if he goes anywhere that isn't shiny, it has to be for a ring. Cavs. No, no, he's not getting rings. He's not chasing rings. You don't no think... one wants him to chase rings. He That's can chase second rounds. <sighs> he should be chasing the second round. No, of the Cavs, Grizzlies. I'm trying to think of places with gaping holes. Could he play for the minimum in Houston? Like, could he not go to the Pelicans? I know, I'm, I'm different. The Pelicans would be nice. I think he's actively, like, Bad. detrimental to your team. He hurts your team. So a lot of people think he's actively <clears throat> detrimental. Only because I he still, can't shake that mentality that I he's the man. still feel like he can provide something to teams that are starved for offense uh, and that have gaping holes at, like, the four and the three and a half. God, you're and just talking I, about Miami. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, we're pretty Miami good at the four. Buckets, we need of. buckets. I mean, he. Would, I mean, get him on that South Beach diet. Get him in that. Get that him culture. in there and get him in the culture. No, I could see it happening. Get like him on a that reclamation body fat. where he where he drops some weight and the it's only, shiny. It's it's Miami. The only scenario where I'm like that, that you could talk life? me into where it works is like the Miracle Spurs pop thing. Yeah, where I, pop, think, like, I don't makes, know if you know this, John. Miracle Spurs left town. Ooh. Yeah, but I mean, it's if good. you told me that pop tur- turned. Carmelo into something useful in the NBA again, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, he's extended Pau, Pau Gasol's career, I think. Rudy Gay had a little had a pop. Um, Rudy Boris, Gay did, I mean... What if he did Boris Diaw things? Rudy Gay's coming back from a huge injury last yeah, year. Right. He was fine last year. I don't think he was reclaimed right, by any right, means. Right. Him, His seasons in Sacramento, even though no one saw them, but he did get, were better than what he did. He right. did get Rudy to change his mentality about who he is as a player. I, can't, I feel like that's a false narrative. I feel like Rudy Gay has always understood who he was. He's just not that good. He right. just was told to be he that guy. He was told to be that guy. Yeah. Okay. And, and okay. If you're, if you're, you a, him play if more you're a Grizzlies fan, you know what Rudy Gay is. He's, all, he's always like the greatest guy, says all the right things. Right. Like he's, he, not, he's not he a locker room cancer. He can tell you what his here's role should Rudy's be. Gay fan. Here's Rudy Gay when he was traded for Jose Calderon. <laughs> you were just like, yay. Good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think the best answer... I don't feel like I think feel like the Miami Heat would be a good option. I actually I don't like, hate him in Miami. I feel like if he could join a bad team, I mean I don't know the, the Hornets are probably blowing it up. But if the Hornets are chasing, if yeah. the Pistons are chasing, yeah. um, playoffs, I, I don't hate it. There. So, but this is bought out mellow. Nobody's bought trading out for mellow. that. No one's trading for that. All right, I um, think they should. The Thunder should buy him out and resign him. <laughs> Can you find a way? <laughs> Monte World Peace asks. Actually, I'm going to make this kind of a dual question. Guys. Okay. There's, 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 we're going to start with a, a Feeling Minnesota question and follow up with a Monte World Peace question. Feeling Minnesota asks, which fad was more detrimental to the playing careers of young players, cocaine in the 1980s or excessive Fortnite playing in the 2010s? Ooh. Follow up, 
If you could pick one thing for 33% of the NBA players to be addicted to, what would it be? Social work. Yeah. I'm kidding. I don't, uh, don't know what that uh, is. Mm. I, you know, I feel like Fortnite is probably, like, video games can make you better at things Let sometimes. me tell you who's super happy 33% of his players are addicted to Fortnite, not cocaine. Pat Riley. Oh, Because yeah. he watched... Actual cocaine probably being snorted in locker rooms. <laughs> right. And these are guys who come from the old age and they go, yeah, we want these young kids who play together, who don't hate each other, and stay in their rooms on the road, and they play Battle Royale. I am I am also on the... I mean, I mean, we are joking. We're making light of we a are. serious subject where because, there was yeah, terrible tragedies in the died. NBA. Uh, on Lynn cocaine. But mm-hmm. I do not think this is a detrimental habit. As far as I can tell... The Fortnite stuff? No. This is keeping the guys in their in rooms. The room. Yeah. Your biggest concern with these millionaire giant uh, targets, because you go out, you're a millionaire athlete. Guess what? There's a bunch of people just trying to pop off to get a check. Are they lame? Buy, buy me some shoes. Who was, that guy who, got, sure. who was the guy who got robbed in the meatpacking district and shot? Was it um, Anthony Early? No, it wasn't I don't know me. who it was, was robbed, but I'm pretty sure Robert Swift did the It robbing. wasn't in meatpacking. It was in Astoria, Queens. Oh. And yeah, it was a strip. Club. It was Clean Tony, right? But yeah, Clean. Yeah, Tony. and he he Clean Tony, Clean Tony. Yeah, he was in the wrong part of town by himself, too rich with no strap. Right. And he yeah, and that's why Plaxico shot himself in the club because yeah. people come after you. I mean, worst case scenario with a Fortnite, you're like, oh, this guy stayed up all night. Right. You're like, that is yeah, not, that's the worst case. That is not even approaching right. anywhere. Worst case scenario, so, guys just going right. out Look at yeah. like Jordan before game would day. stay up gambling till six a.m. You're not gonna write. Go, you're not gonna write a uh, like a where, where is he now? Larry Nance yeah. could have been somebody. Michael Ray Richardson ruined his right. career. Lynn Bias is dead because of Fortnite. Michael Jordan's dad had now you know coins in his eyes now, because of Fortnite. Now <laughs> the backup question, the follow up question: What would you like the players to be addicted to? Oh, sex and drugs for the sake of the podcast. No. Yes, I want it. I want I want tawdry stories. I, like I miss those old Fast days. Break breakfast after dark. Right. I miss those. I love the stories of Jordan in the casino late and Barkley throwing a dude through a window and, you, you know, the parties and the lifestyle. That's like lavish to me. That There should be a movie written about that NBA. But right. this NBA, they are a different breed. They're just you know they're kids. They're like they come in younger, and there's less of the influence. They are it's more simultaneously of a better and worse. They are simultaneously better. I can't, I can't better think and worse. of any answer. Could right. be both. Like well, I mean, what are things I like? Could they, could they be making like uh, hilarious videos in their spare time? Yeah. Free throw shooting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, addicted I wish they were shooting. addicted to practice. Right. <laughs> yeah. Playing the right Sucks way. That. Yeah. There you go. I wish they were addicted to, to, to floor burns, John. Mm-hmm. I wish they were addicted to floor Suicide. burns. Uh, we got one more question. Ham Sinky asks, you guys, it's draft week. It's also World Cup time. So I'm wondering, in a draft of the World Cup players to play basketball, who are the top three picks and who are their comps? I, I don't care. This about is this an question. impossible question. I don't care about this question. You I don't know. You haven't been World Cup in it? I, I no. haven't World Cup in it. I don't know enough beyond the surface level of like the biggest stars. Okay, so Messi so, is so, obviously LeBron. Okay. No, Messi is, uh, is Trey Young. He's five foot five, and he's uh, exciting, outlandish. I mean, I mean, I feel like Messi. I'm thinking of literal physical traits. Then, but, then we let's say Messi's Doncic, maybe. Okay, I'll accept Cause it. Because he playmaker, you know. Uh, but I feel like he was saying like, who's their okay. NBA comps? But if sure, you want to sure, take a sure. draft, I I see what you mean. But Messi's the guy who's all alone on his team. Argentina somehow got through, still alive. Um, but if they want to know who could play basketball, I mean, we got to look at the goalies. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, look at the Casper Schmeichel. Uh, who's Neuer? Who, who's the? I'm excited about the the Iranian guy. Oh, the, who like, was sleeping in his car and saved yeah. the penalty against uh, Ronaldo. There's a, the there's a 45 year old goalie out there. The Icelandic goalie who. Uh, oh, the coach is the part time dentist. <laughs> he, he's like a full time something else. Uh, I think he saved a penalty as well. I I also want to switch it. I want to okay. switch it up. Go ahead. Unless you have more, John, because you no, are the, you are, you are the soccer guy. I want to switch it. Which NBA guys do we wish were playing in the World Cup? All of them. I mean, here's the thing. Just pick a couple. If LeBron, Steph Curry, Marc Gasol. Oh, my Steph Curry got them feet issues. What if Dwight Howard played goalie? Yeah. Man, he would be be winking at girls in the front row and miss the ball going in. (laughs) Well, that does require, goalie requires, like. Attention. Astute attention. Right. Um, Got to take that out of roll. But. I mean, just imagine his wingspan and how much well, I mean, land I mean, he can Antetokounmpo cover. I mean, Antetokounmpo would be the right. ideal. Mo Bamba. Carl Anthony Towns. I just want to hear the Univision uh, play-by-play guy yell Mo Bamba's name. I, and- see, I don't think these huge guys are going <laughs> to do it. I think you got to get like a, a more compact. Yeah, because I've always, uh, when I was a kid, I thought. I mean, Darren Fox would be an awesome. It's would be incredible. I always had like. Stop, with- start, Westbrook. With, oh, Harden, for that matter. With ice hockey, down. I always thought that, like, yeah, we could we, we could go with the, the bigger guy, the fat goal, the Goldberg theory from yeah. Mighty Ducks. I like Why my goalie's fat. They always shove say. a fat guy in there, and he just blocks really the whole thing. Well, I think uh, Chrissy Teigen said that she uh, could. She's ninety five percent sure she could be an NHL goalie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could I could sit there with all the pads. Yeah, <laughs> I'm four hundred pounds. Seems, seems fine. I know who Chrissy Teigen is. Good job, John. Mm, that's my boy. I feel uh, yeah. she's a Twitter personality. I feel like uh, <laughs> I feel like uh, Manu would have been incredible. Yes, I feel like he would. Those been. are the easy ones, like Marcus Sully, the guys Nash. who you see do little You've things. Seen uh, Nash. Nash was a yeah. Nash would have broken down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of a guy who who, who probably. What's never funny is you think of Steve Nash, and you don't realize he'd be like Zlatan Ibrahimovic size. I think right. I think Lance Stevenson would be a Luis Suarez. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's pretty good. Know. That's that's uh, at Spain. Kelly Olenek would probably be like a Sergio Ramos. Then okay, breaking shoulders, breaking shoulders. Absolutely, I like that. I like what we're doing now. Who, who else is. is very uh, two two foot tackle? So uh, Ronaldo. Oh, Ronaldo is okay. Ronaldo, we're about to get scared. He's always this been is, the Kobe to me. Is He's he Kobe? Been... Ronaldo's much better than Kobe. Yeah. Okay. Steph. I think Ronaldo's Westbrook. Ooh, interesting. But just wins more. Or wins it's just more. kind of very showy. Look at me, you mm. know. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of stats hunting, it's taking off his shirt to reveal his perfect body. He's such a gorgeous man. There's been a lot of. He was much uglier when he was poor, though. His face has oh, changed. Oh, yeah. Have you seen those pictures? It's, it's My goodness. Shocking. He is a. Bug. What has he done? I haven't seen this. Oh, He's they just remade his face. just made a whole new face. God. He, he bought a face. Yeah. I'm not so poor. <laughs> I mean, he isn't like. He's, he's I need still to buy has, a smaller. You can still face. see it when he smiles a certain way. He even has like trained his face to not smile like it used to yeah, and he, show all the gums. He's wearing it. But wearing, sometimes when he's really happy, oh, you'll see the gums. My drummer got new teeth, and he is. He, I realized <laughs> I had never seen his smile before because he just did like the. You can't see this, right. but would smile without opening his yeah, mouth. Yeah, the closed mouth. That's pretty good. All right. Well, those were uh, some questions submitted by our Patreon supporters. If you want to hear your own question read on the air, you got to support us at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. If you join us at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast, you also get access to exclusive bonus content. I'm going to put a picture of my weightlifting set in my backyard on the slide. That's pretty good. Thank also, uh, we still, I'm still, it's still in the editing phase. Chuck has uh, revealed some things about his uh, <laughs> his Bonnaroo trip. 
Uh, uh, Chuck and I made a Bonnaroo uh, video that was completely unusable. No, we can't really do it. Yeah. So, uh, so but, I have, hey, uh, if you join the Slack chat, you can get it all. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> all in there. And it's like Reform Chuck. We're, but I think we should probably take some of the uh, more illicit podcasts and throw them on Patreon so that I don't have... Uh, problems in family custody. See, for- I'm not. <laughs> I'm not certain the Patreon paywall is uh, strong enough. Yeah. For the things for, you're considering posting. For subpoena <laughs> from that a judge. Is, that is why Chuck's Bonnaroo diary has not been released yet. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm not sure that's for our banner. Uh, yeah, just if you're on Slack, DM me and I'll text you the yeah, audio yeah, file. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if you pay enough on our Patreon, just text, Chuck will text you. DM me, I'll get your number and I'll text you. I, I can provide a sliver of the. T- the Chuck as friend experience. Yeah. All right. Uh, so anyway, if, <laughs> if you want me to go on. Yeah. So if you want to support this show, get access to bonus content that is fit to be heard and try to get Chuck's phone number to get the stuff that is not fit to be heard. Patreon.com slash fast break breakfast. Buying tickets online for sports and concerts has never been easier. Thanks to SeatGeek. They've created an amazing app and website that makes ticket buying easier than it has ever been. They pull all the tickets available on other sites in the one place so you never miss a deal. And more importantly, you aren't wasting time. You can even set alerts for upcoming events, and they'll let you know if ticket prices fall. Even better, every ticket on SeatGeek is ranked based on value so you can immediately find underpriced seats. And before you buy, you can use SeatGeek's detailed maps to see the view from your seat. I've got the SeatGeek app on my phone, and I use it all the time. SeatGeek is always honest and upfront about the price you get to see the full ticket price from start to finish, and they never surprise you with big fees at the checkout page. Now, here's the best part about SeatGeek for all of you out there listening to the Fast Break Breakfast. My listeners who make their first SeatGeek purchase get a $20 rebate. And to get it, all you have to do is download the free SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, and click add a promo code, then enter promo code Fast Break Break. SeatGeek will then send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. It does not get any easier than that. So download the free SeatGeek app and enter promo code FASTBREAKBREAK today. All right. Steak and eggs, best thing. What's the best thing that happened in the last week or two? There's a lot of basketball we talked about. We haven't even mentioned the draft. No. But anyway, I don't want to shoehorn you into any specific topic. I don't I, mean, I really love that the Sacramento Kings are mining Bitcoin. Um, <laughs> <to me. laughs> I don't know why, uh, but I just read an hour ago that, uh, yeah, they're doing uh, er, 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 Ethereum. They're sure. Mi- they're mining Ethereum. And are that's because uh, they believe blockchain is going to revolutionize the world. <laughs> uh, I am officially out of the Bitcoin market. If Sacramento is yeah. on board, sell, 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 boys. Bitcoin? 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 Just, Bitcoin? just say the word blockchain. <laughs> late to the party there. Well, I mean, well, I mean technically, right now, I feel like we're grouping all cryptocurrencies together. Did Haralabob finally get a front office, posi- front office probably, position? He probably, he probably I think, did. and I think Ethereum is who they drafted in the second round. Yeah, I there? think so. That's, least, a, that's a French Luc Besson. I've put, I've put adventure. all my money in Papianis's. <laughs> really? <laughs> Are you flush is, is in Papayana? Is this a situation where... Weirder investment, Bitcoin or Marvin Bagley III? <laughs> <laughs> is, 
Is this one of those things where everyone who downloads the Kings app, all of a sudden your phone's yeah. working? It's you're like, why is my battery running low? Like and then you're like, why it, is the Kings app using 98% of my battery? Yeah, it's a decentralized internet like Silicon yeah, yeah. Valley. Yeah. No, that's what the Kings are doing. This is We're going to find out one day that this is all a Ponzi scheme. Bitcoin is a Ponzi scheme, and it's being run by Bernie Madoff from jail. Yeah. <laughs> Cryptocurrency ain't going to help Marvin Bagley get that three-pointer. You know <laughs> uh, my best thing, I guess I'll go to the draft. I'll, I'll go to the, the big topic. Um, Luka Doncic ending up in Dallas seems great. I have a few questions about how it happened. No. And this is where I don't – this is where I guess I differ from mainstream NBA analysis – um, the trade for Doncic to, for Trey Young was uh, the Mavs traded next year's first round pick. I think it's top five protected, and that that was it. That's all it took. Yeah. Was, was they they traded the five pick and next year's first round pick for the three pick for Luka Doncic. Uh, they they did that instead of just doing a swap of Wes Matthews and Kent Bazemore. Kent Bazemore is better than Wes Matthews yeah. right now. He's under contract for one year longer for $19 million um, in 1920. I don't understand why you wouldn't rather have Kent Bazemore and your first-round pick next year as opposed to saving the salary cap space. It seems, um, like, it seems like everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it would have cost him $19 million. This way they, they save that money. I, is salary cap space that important to the Mavs that they would rather not have their first round pick I mean, and a slightly better player? I think they're just, they wanted to get it for sure. I mean, but they got enough. it. Like that was it. Like, that I mean, was, unless was, the reports are different, it, I don't know. I live in a world where I can only fixate on why the Grizzlies didn't do anything at all. We were at a draft watch party. Why couldn't party. we have been involved in some of this trade scheme? Because we don't have anything to give. Yeah, there's no picks in the future. I thought Jaron Jackson was the sexy, awesome analytics pick that was going to... He is. He is? Is I'm, he? I mean, I mean... It's the only thing I'm clinging to. That he's Chris Bosch light? Yeah, yeah. I mean, your, your best case, drink the Kool-Aid, watch the Kevin Garnett hype video of Jaron Jackson Jr., it's like, oh, he's going to be the next KG slash Chris Bosh. Right. Funny-looking jumper offensive guy. He's got a handle. What but you, what you really want so many years away. To what, me, it seems like the Hawks win just by getting to make this move. Because it seems like Schwenk wants to do this, you know, Warriors light thing. Yeah. He's got his, what he thinks is his Steph Curry. It, you know, he, <clears throat> he, you know, he's making, everyone's finding all these pieces and, and finding the, you know, the parallels to the dubs. So to me, anything they got to move down very little is, is gravy. It does seem, it also seems good because moving down obviously paid off handsomely. It looks yeah. like for the Celtics last year. So another move down, if you don't trust Luka Doncic, you know, right. Um, and, and then he, as far as what you're talking about with Bazemore and Matthews, it could have been something as simple as personality fit or, you know. Could have been. Who doesn't who, you need who doesn't love Bazemore? Who loves yeah, Bazemore? Yeah, Bazemore's beloved. And you only want Wes Matthews when he's in a Blazers uniform from seven years ago. With, you know, a working, what is it, Achilles? Left or, if leg. or if you're in the iShop League. Oh. Um, th- th- here's the thing, though. Now, as a Grizzlies fan, you kind of are hoping that uh, Doncic is, is terrible. Darko. Yeah. That's what you're hoping. I, I can't. It's sad that I now I'm like as a oh, person you're in who, my world who ro- roots for the Grizzlies. I want him to fail miserably. Yes, but I know he won't because I know Dallas is a you know a great coach and a stable organization also, outside yes. of Are the they? sexual harassment in the front office. Yeah, well, that's not the... and treatment of Nerlens Noel. Hey, oh, uh, don't let your mom in is the that building. Also sexual harassment. Uh, Doncic 
Yeah, Don't no let kidding. her. His mom's cute. Mama <laughs> get it. <laughs> Keep uh, her away from Mark Cuban. I like the theory that, uh, like Doncic, you know, he's he's two to one, two or two and a half to yeah, one, two fifty to, to to win Rookie of the Year. But I liked, I like going against that on the, under the theory that Dennis Smith Jr. will not let not that allow him. Nah. But, but it's a great situation for for Luca. He's going in with Dirk, and who's another Ma- Euro. And the Mavericks are rumored to be trading for DeAndre Jordan. Right, DeAndre Jordan, who doesn't block shots anymore and is on the wrong side of thirty. I mean, but the, Ma- the Mavs are going to try to compete. That, that doesn't. Like Mavs well always try to compete yeah. except for games last year. Right. <laughs> Which was that was like amazing stealth warlockian tanking. I mean, Very good. So good. That tank um, was impressive. Deep cut. But I, I w- can't get past the fourth pick, and it reminds me of a little ditty I once heard. Oh. Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Hadley. This is a game called shoot or pass. Game of scones. I just need a game of scones in there, John. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You get excited. It's been a while since the three of us have done a, a scone. It's hard to do game of scones over the phone. It is. Yeah. Your phone and you're talking into it and trying to look at it. It's not a the game best. of phones. Why would you be looking at your phone during a game of scones? Well, he's uh, administering it. Oh, I got he you. He usually oh, does. Okay. History of the NBA draft. Pick number four has been pretty pivotal. Oh, I will be terrible at this game. Well, I'm going to make it pretty easy for you. It's called pass or shoot. You don't even have to. Make a guess if you don't want to. You can choose to pass it to your opponent. So it's kind of like the James Worthy end oh. of the UNC game. Just throw it to the other team. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you the opportunity to choose between two years, <laughs> and you can choose. And I'm going to give you a hint. Okay. About after you choose either one of the years, or you can pass it to your opponent. Keith, let's start with you. Okay. You can either have 2017, 2009, or pass it to Chuck. What? My brain just broke. So I have to tell you who the fourth pick in 2017 or 2009 Or 2009, is. or if you don't think you can get either of those, pass it to Chuck. Um, and I will be giving you a hint after this. I'm going, I'm going to... This is like the worst thing. I'm the worst at this, uh, remembering any drafts. I, I will shoot this one for, for fun. I will, okay. take, I will take 2017, and now I'll try to remember last year's draft. With the fourth pick. Yeah. This big-haired big came from the University of Kansas. Oh, uh, Josh Jackson. That's correct. No strikes for Keith. First to three the strikes is out. Very, very easy. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. You better throw me a f- lob. All right. Well, you don't even have to answer if you don't want okay. to. Okay. 2016, 2008, or pass it to Keith. 2016. <laughs> With the fourth pick, the Phoenix Suns yet again selected this mythical creature. <laughs> um, it is uh, a kid who scored a bunch of points. I hate him, and he's from Kentucky, and he no, looks... No, this is a mythical, mythical creature. creature. The, the, it's a the failure. Is I, the I, I believe oh, Dragon lost. Bender. No, I'm giving it to him. Dragon Bender. No strike for Chuck. I see, because I didn't use a name. I'm technically correct. Very good cheating. What's that dumb kid's name that we hate? Are you trying to think of the name Devin Booker? Devin Booker. Oh. I, would, I almost said, I'd like, for, for, I, I don't know why. It's I think just, your style. I just don't like him, so I blocked him out. Keith, I'm going to give you 2009 again or 2015. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot. With these hints, I'm shooting all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which, which, which year would you oh, like? Uh, yeah. t- t- oh, we'll keep walking it back. 2015. Shoot. 2015. I'm not going to give you the team, and okay. it's getting a little harder. Okay. But I do think you can get this. We have talked about his brother. Multiple times on the podcast. Oh. Fourth pick 
in the 2015 draft. Five, four, three, uh, two, yes. one. Chuck, can you steal? No. Chris stops Porzingis. Oh, he talks about his brother? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. His brother's like, like a uh, wartime consigliere. Yeah. He's oh, like, yeah. Uh, that threw me off. Yeah, it, I thought probably he was, everyone knew. I looked at brothers in the league. Sorry. That was a tough quote. I'll throw a hard one to Chuck. It's, it's okay, fine. cool. That give me a hard one. first strike. Yeah, give me a hard one. Chuck, 2014 or 2009? I pass. Ooh, he did it. Give me that 2009. 2009. This player has had two stints in Memphis, one of which might not be the one you're thinking of. Um, <laughs> 2009 four pick. Is it, was that Mike Miller? No, oh, no he way. was drafted by the Magic. It was like, mm, I'm going to give you one more hint. Two, like drafted by the Kings. Oh. He should get half a point for this. Drafted by the Kings in 2009. <laughs> Rookie of the year. Oh, Tyreek Evans. Mm. That's correct. See, that, come on. I'm not penalizing. I, well, uh, come on. I could not be worse well, in uh, uh, come on. years of the NBA. Yeah, that's bad. I okay. thought the double... Uh, uh, this is all... I'm playing in protest. Okay, right, okay, okay. I got two strikes for Keith. He got it's running a little hints. long here. It's running a little long hints. here. I couldn't okay. think of the name Devin Booker. I know, but he wasn't... <laughs> the, and I would have got it wrong. Keith, <laughs> 1999... Or 1989. Dang. Oh, I'm excited. I'll go 99. Okay. I will shoot. Mm. The most auspicious and terrifying of the Kardashian curse. Uh, would this be... Hmm. So... Had the worst results yeah. from being with a Kardashian. So, so the listener should know that we have a baby monitor on. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's a swing that's going tick tock, and it really is yes, the it's perfect. It's like the bomb ticking. It's very nerve wracking. However, this Lamar Odom, it is oh. well done, Keith. Keith, good job. <clears throat> I feel like that's the first one I got right. Yeah, I'll yeah, be yeah. honest. <laughs> All right, Chuck, mm-hmm. 1989, 1996, 96. Oh, 1996. This man may be. The most legendary and important basketball player besides LeBron in the world. Bonus hint. <laughs> Similarity to Mike Tyson. A similar feature to Mike Tyson. Okay, Mike Tyson's got a lisp and weird teeth. Uh, 96 would be... I don't know. Keith, can you steal? For the record, I don't understand your clues at all. Right. Uh, is it Marbury? It is. You do yes. understand my clues. Face Why t- are you such a jerk? Face face tattoo. Well, I didn't understand the thing about the great, the most important yeah. face, basketball face player tattoo? of all time or New something. New Yorker from fa- uh, with a face I mean, tattoo? he's kind of the king of the Chinese Basketball right, fine, Association. Fine. Okay. He's, he's got a lot of fans. Cool. Uh Keith, let's go with that wasn't a hint. That was that was a diversion. You gave me the old twenty-two skidoo. Uh, the 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 Porzingis hint also. That per- yeah, this John here. I'm, this <laughs> whole this is to, the fun with John's game of scope. Let's know. give it uh, nineteen. Let's go with nineteen seventy-eight. <laughs> no, uh, that or or two thousand eight. Uh, I will shoot two thousand eight. Zach Lowe 
is the vice president of the this player did not deserve his MVP bandwagon. Um, Derek Rowe? No, he was the first pick. Um, oh, wait, right. Oh, eight, fourth pick. MVP. Five. Four. Was it three. Two. Oh, one. Man, I'm blanking. The answer was, and this is your third strike. Russell Westbrook. Yay. Oh, of course. Of course. I win by default. Well, sorry my clues were so weird, but I enjoyed making them up. And no, I wanted to tell you something. <laughs> my 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 game theory of passing and yes. making you give me the hard one. This was because uh, I juiced it up. If you go back and listen, I was like, Yeah, give me a hard one, give me a hard one, and then boom, I hit like LeBron to Danielle Marshall. We could have got to some fun and ones because Chris Bosch is in there. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mike Conley is in there. Yeah. I, the list is pretty amazing. We could have had some fun with Cody Zeller. Mm. I mean, th- th- these are some of the lower ones. I've seen him so... at Subway twice. Wow. Yeah. Cody Zeller. Chris Paul. I mean, it's a really, the fourth pick has been really pivotal going. I mean, we could have had fun with Rashid. Sleepy Eyed Danielle Marshall was an amazing clue. Oh. Jamal Mashburn and Jim Jackson back to back Mavericks picks. Those going back through the fourth uh, pick was really fun and hopefully like I'm really trying to talk myself into Jaron Jackson and he's done a pretty good job of telling me all the Kevin Pelton's of the world really love him but I, my limited watching of him is kind of depressing the, 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 the thing I hate about it is it's a pick for critics of the Grizzlies and Chris Wallace that we can't criticize for years right like if he's not good for two years you were like right. well yeah he's a development pick right so it's like well when mm-hmm. I do know the Grizzlies have no one they can play forward, and they're rumored to be going after Avery Bradley, who is shorter than I am. Why? Why are the Grizzlies the last people to know that grit and grind is dead? Is oh, it because they're so like attached to the brand. They got and that, so and, many towels. And left. that is, they have so many towels left. <laughs> <laughs> they have this brand that's worth millions and millions of dollars, right? Um, and I get it, but it's just it's 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 gone. We don't need. That that miracle isn't happening twice, you know. Avery Bradley's not going to be Tony Allen. Even during the draft, I got Javon kind of Carter. I got kind of irritated that we kept being hearing about these grit and grind players. It's not going to work again. Yeah, and that's that's my biggest objection with this taking Javon Carter, who I know nothing about other right. than the stuff that Chris Vernon tells me is good. He's kind of it Tony seems Allen-ish. like the most PR pick ever. Yeah, who's the most grit and grind story we can sell to Grizzlies fans? Right, right. I mean. To get off the Grizzlies. I can't. <laughs> if Mike Conley twists his ankle again, they're going to win five games. Yeah. Right. Like, they're still the same team. They have no forwards. Mm-hmm. They have no wings. March like, can be mad. Dylan, Brook is sh- Dylan Brooks is short and has short arms. Like, and he's a forward. And <laughs> there's no backup point guard that you can trust. I know you want to leave the, the Grizzlies desperately, but my, this year's story of the Grizzlies is going to be the Dylan Brooks fa- ba- backlash. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, when people realize he is not very He good. should be your eighth player. Right. Ninth player. It's anyway. not going to be his fault. Who's has everyone done a steak and eggs? Did I do a steak and yeah, eggs? Yeah, I did Bitcoin. Oh, I did. I did Doncic. My steak and eggs. I mean, it's basically. I love the NBA draft, even as miserable as it made me. It's. I think it's the the great pageant of 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 the NBA. Like. No, no draft in any sport compares to the NBA draft. And I don't know. I used to get into the NFL draft. NFL draft's too long, though. But the NBA draft doesn't matter after five picks. The suits technically are you know so odds are. like odds are. <laughs> the suits are so spectacular. Oh, they did a, a comparison of LeBron James's uh, 
rookie draft class, their suits with the modern suits that the players are wearing. Right. My goodness. A lot less fabric. A lot less. Miles and miles <laughs> less fabric. But you Rings? see some... What are those called? Who's the dude that wore that Gucci scarf? It was, was it a pashmina? Wakanda Forever. Uh, oh. Uh, that... Uh, that guy, I don't know what that was. That's a $5,000 Gucci suit. Everything's custom made. Everything's wonderfully tailored. Italian. You're talking uh, about Wendell Carter Jr. The, by Wendell, the way. Ca- Wendell Carter Jr. Mr. Wendell, yeah. yeah. I don't understand that pick either by the Bulls. We could go by each pick and just have Keith attempt to explain every pick to so me. So why don't I we mean, just. I've heard enough draft analysis that I, I can pretend that right. like, I know. You know, I, I know this. I know the pat answer. Of all, of all the like draft picks and why that's good, why that's a question mark, why 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 it fits. Yeah, you. I can get completely flabbergasted by the first pick. Right. Yeah. Like why? Why would you do that? And this is how I do it. I've I spent years paying attention to the NBA draft, and I learned that nothing ever matters. And four guys from every draft are someone you know in five years. And I don't put any effort into it until those guys, uh, Donovan Mitchell, but pops hey, off his last year. year. Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, Ben Simmons. I mean, it, maybe th- the game's changing. But that's that's rare that these kind of that kind of impact happens right away with rookies. Yeah, but I think the way the game is so streamlined from AAU, very short stops in college, it's different. I mean, I, well, we had tr- trash draft the year before that. We've had bad Michael Carter Williams drafts. Oh yeah. And I'm, you know, to get hyped and that up. That is an excellent uh, and also, counterpoint and perhaps checkmate. Right. <laughs> so, and those will continue to happen. You'll have fat drafts. You'll have, uh, you know, uh, slender drafts where you won't have as much talent. All, all I know is when these guys start popping and I can pick them up on my fantasy team, that's when I care about them. All this other I know, talk I, is I, silly. I can't help but get and into And it's it. just part of the, like, sports talk industrial complex, which I, I'm I've glad I honestly enjoyed the draft probably more than the finals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, I don't know. It's hard After to say. After game one. I think so. I mean, I, I, again, I love the team building. I love just dreaming about how right. Oh, and that's what it is. The draft is the uh, the hope machine of the NBA. Unless yeah. you're a Grizzlies fan. And everybody who watches sports ha- always has to have hope because there's only one winner. The rest of us have hope. So opposite of steak and eggs is cream of wheat, worst thing. My worst thing is related to the draft. It's related to the Suns. And what they've done with their draft, they have brought in hope. They have sold hope. They brought in a big man, Aiton, which mm-hmm. they might as well not play Alex Lynn and Tyson Chandler anymore or right. Alan Williams. Uh, <laughs> they brought in a big guy who is, should be an offensive juggernaut. They traded to get an NBA-ready prospect in Mikhail Bridges. However, that pick, that number 10 pick that they got from the Sixers has a sordid history. <laughs> You guys may remember that Steve Nash was once traded to the Lakers to form a super team. Ah, uh, what a team it was. In that trade, the Fart Suns does. received two first-round picks yes. from the Lakers. One of those first-round picks was conveyed in 2013 and sort of became Tyler Ennis. So that left the Suns with another first-round pick from the Lakers. So then in 2015, you will probably re- remember... The Suns acquired Brandon Knight. Mm. And in that trade, they sent that future Lakers first-round pick. He of the lats and the glutes. Which, because of the protections, uh, ended up being this year's number 10 pick. You still with me? No. So then on that same day in February of 2015, they traded Goron and Zoran mm-hmm. Dragic to the Heat Zoran for, the drug Chuck's, mule. for Chuck's son. 
mm-hmm. Norris Cole. Yes. And two first-round picks. Those two first-round picks they got from the Heat was this year's number 16 pick and the 2021 unprotected pick. So, if you're with me, now they traded 16 pick of this year's draft, which they got from the Heat, and the 2021 Heat pick to the Sixers. Yeah, that's Ayer Smith, right? For that number 10 pick, which was theirs earlier from the Steve Nash trade. Is Grayson Allen somehow involved in this now? Uh, Grayson Allen is not involved in this. He's Did a- you just solve who the Golden State killer was? So it just <laughs> turns out that... How many pushpins and strings did this yeah. take you on a wall? <laughs> you know, no, no, we no, walked no. in here today, and Just Keith was holding a baby going, there's something with this draft pick. Uh, <laughs> it's Michael Phelps. But, I mean, in like essence. Jake Gyllenhaal and Zodiac. <laughs> they, they traded. You were a cartoonist, Keith. You're now a like true they, crime they, they traded Goran, Z- Goran Dragic and that Lakers pick. Pretty hey, much Keith, for can Mikhail you skip Bridges. all this stuff and just tell me who won the trade? <laughs> yeah, I mean... Can we get a grade? Uh, Mikael Bridges won the trade yeah. because he got freed from Philadelphia. If it's ringer.com grading the trade, it's an A or a B. Yeah, uh, so the, the winner of the trade is Mikael Bridges, who everyone was like, oh, he was projected to go to the Sixers and his mom works for the Sixers and he went to Villanova and he's been in Philadelphia. Like, guys... He didn't want to go play for his mom's team, I don't think. I do not want to play anywhere near my mother. I, I ran away from my parents as quickly as I could. Can you imagine like going to school in the same city, kind of where you're from, and then getting drafted of all the teams by the team that your mom works for? No. It seems like it's fine that he gets to go somewhere else. Absolutely. So anyway, that's, my, uh, that's my worst thing, sons. My worst. Years I'm... and years of hope into uh, maybe a win-now move. Mm-hmm. We're staying in the draft, but let's go through the ringer.com draft grades. Ready? Yes. This won't take. This won't take long. A, B, A, B, 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 A, C, A, C, A, A, B, 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 B. You know what? B. You know what? C, A. That's how you get an extra life in Contra, right? I was gonna say. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like me reviewing movies. I mean, what? Every movie is a B, boys and girls. No, this is why we have to step out. You, the I mean, you have trees. to grade on a curve at least, right? We can't no. talk about draft grades. They are grading it on, did they select a player, which was the goal? Yes. I mean, I just... I'm, <laughs> the goal, did they select a player? They did. They so that's at least a C. That's, a, that's at least a C. If you didn't draft a player, D. If Sean, you, so the only team that can't get a good grade is like Minnesota Vikings from 20 years ago. Right. right. When they, <laughs> they forgot just got to make the, the pick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the... I mean, if you miss a dunk, you get a six. Okay, yeah. Right? I think so. A six is lower than a C, though. This is wrong. This was what's wrong know, with the uh, uh, everybody gets a medal. Uh, America. Oh, thank you. Daddy's back. Uh, look, guys, you know, competition means somebody wins and somebody loses. If there's an A, there's got to be an F. Chuck, that's why I like the Utah Jazz going a little high, getting Grayson Allen. He'll get your floor burns. That's down. an F. That is a that's, that's an F. Dumb white bitch. <laughs> That's an F. He is awful. I hate him. You but tripping. it's a you it, tripping. No. I do like that. There's a video of Donovan Mitchell smacking him in the face from college. That is great. Oh, yeah, I did watch that three times on and Twitter. Ru- and Rubio Rubio tweeted it. He's like, yeah. "Oh, I didn't know Donovan." Hi guys, you played like that. <laughs> we should set up a, a safe word. It's pretty good. Um, uh, so my worst. Yes, Chuck. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been on the good 538.com 
But uh, are you guys just shouting out all these other uh, websites. I mean, whatever, I guess we need bro. a website. We got to talk crap <laughs> about people. Uh, on five thirty eight, this is why this is a, my problem, and it's my big thing. Uh, my worst thing is just how we've got to talk about everything. And now, now that the draft's over, we got to talk about LeBron. So right. now there's, there's a, a LeBron uh, machine that's going on, and. Literally, 538 came up with their own LeBron decision-making dis- machine. Ooh. Yeah. It's kind of... A, Does it have infographics? It has an infographic. It uses their Carmelo player projections, a little modeling for each team's salary cap, and it builds an, uh, basically a, 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 a graph. Will it tell me what to think and feel? Yes, it'll all tell right. you. I, I, I kind of like where all this. Does, where does past to Jordan Clarkson rank on the decision? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, b- best for uh, so the, it breaks down. It's a you know a graph. Top of the graph, guaranteed title uh, to Lebr- win LeBron a title, and that's the Rockets. They got the best chance of LeBron winning a title, and it's a neutral for his legacy. Uh, staying in Cleveland is great for his legacy, but drops his uh, ability to win a title. Going to uh, Golden State increases. Is it great his... for his legacy? What's I mean, he retires way, as a Cav ever bringing a, a championship. How is it neutral for his legacy if he wins a title on the Rockets? Uh, Winning a title, period. The way the world works is good for his legacy. Pretty leg essential. Leg essential. But no, what is negative? What is saying is, if if he goes there and wins a championship, then it's a it's it's a wash. Because he won a ring, but if he goes, that to, is stupid. If he goes to, <laughs> uh, to paint a picture, Keith is holding his baby, who uh, is colicky or stepping something, in and out, of and the, literally uh, just crazy. coming in while he's rocking his baby to sleep. But the worst keep saying for, really dumb things just to see if we can get yeah, Keith to step back. I, it would in. be a great idea for him to go play in Minnesota. I think he's going to play for the Blazers, but yeah, the, it's still not working. Uh, but what's weird is uh, him going f- uh, to the Sixers, other than uh, Golden State and the Rockets, is the best chance for him to win a championship. So I hate this more than anything, but I can't stop looking yeah. at it, and I can't stop reading it, and that's why it's the worst of the week. All we have when we can't watch basketball is things to talk about basketball, and that's part of our business model here. But God, it gets old. You're just tired. You're tired of LeBron chatter. But I mean, this was this it's was too much. To be LeBron chatter. He's going to change teams. We're pretty sure. Right? We're yeah. almost certain. What does Vegas say? Did we look that up? Uh, Lakers. Lakers. It's, it's been going down. At yeah. one point, it was like minus three eighty or almost close to three fifty. There was a spike, and now it's closer to like minus one fifty. But mm-hmm. it's still, it's going to be an upset if right. he doesn't go to the Lakers. Um, I mean, you talked about like their. What's funny is Kawhi is this- kind of taking center stage. Yeah, I think Which, the Kawhi. You know what? Kawhi always wanted this. Right. Did he's he? always wanted to be the center of attention. Did he? I he's still he's not. gotten really mad about like not getting shoe deals. But and is stuff. this? Oh, really? Is this yeah. recently or over well, I mean, time? I mean, he's the I don't center remember of attention, him. But, but he's not. His story is the center of attention. Right. right. But he's not in it. He's not talking. He's. Not I know, but there anything. is there there were whispers of the, uh, an irreparable break of trust. Oh yeah, like I mean that. he's he is, keeps yelling, but he's, he's not putting with the Spurs. He's anymore. putting it out there, but I, I don't know. The Spurs stuff is so crazy to me. It just doesn't make sense. They're one player away. It Kawhi's really sh- one player away f- from being a title. How funny team. is it? And Keith brought it up earlier when I tr- tried to mention the Spurs as this uh, organization beyond reproach, but really we didn't know any of that. Yeah, that was a you know a, a, a construct. An, an and maybe maybe it was never maybe it was never like that. Here's the thing: sometimes your reputation uh, <laughs> becomes who you actually are, and then you change, and your reputation stays the same. And that's probably what's happening uh, in San Antonio. Yeah. See, I have, an, I have a reputation around Nashville being a party Bonnaroo animal. But guess what I also am and have turned into? A business owner. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. 
uh, uh, slightly uh, less fat fat sl- guy, slightly less fat, uh, you know, <laughs> the citizen in the community and contributor to uh, our society. But John will never let me know that I am those things. He will only call me a big uh, <laughs> party human, monster, human party monster. Puke machine. But that's what's happening right now in the opposite <laughs> way with San Antonio. San Antonio is for our lives, for as long as we've been basketball fans, pretty much. Pretty much. Has has been this a tent pole of professionalism and success. That will and is inevitably going to end. It seems, when it seems to is be a question. Is it now? I, just want, I wonder what I would love I, I can't wait to read the book. Man. But they about did the win f- almost fifty games last year. Without Kawhi, I know. With so Scooby Doo as so their best player, so even insane. So once he's me. gone, he's even out of the picture. It seems but like this they will also gives just me fine. like this. What is going on, in Kawhi's head? Like he's in he's crazy. in that organization, and maybe he sees things that we don't see. Maybe with all the Has stuff to. that it, the personal stuff that he knows that the franchise isn't going to be the same. But you got to think there's going to be some sort of pass on. If you're building the Lakers, the Lakers right now are, are seem to be set up to at least bring in somebody, uh, right? And you got to remember, next year's free agency is also going to be right. insane. And right. LeBron James has texted Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. apparently, according to Steve uh, Smith. He just followed Jason Tatum on Instagram. Yeah, followed all the pieces fit. But if you're the Lakers building this team and you have a couple promising young pieces right. in Ball and Ingram and, you know, Randall. Kuzma. Can you use more of a Jamie Foxx voice here? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not. So much Morgan Freeman. <laughs> the, um, I'd like to think LeBron. If you are fight. building this team, <laughs> if you if you get to pick two of the three of Kawhi, Paul George, and LeBron, who do you who would you choose? Kawhi and LeBron. Kawhi and LeBron. Mm, question. I feel like Paul George's long stock has term, slipped the most. Long term, maybe if you're playing, okay, you got these guys for six years. At the end of the of this six year run, Le- Paul George might be as good as LeBron. Because no. LeBron's no. not going to... Oh, you mean, you mean... Oh, okay. no, no, I'm saying at the end, yeah. I understand. the okay, last yeah. two years, Paul George is still going to be saying, going up and LeBron's going to be... You're saying 32-year-old Paul George will be 41-year-old. Right. I think Paul George should take the most money he can get right now because he's never sniffing another oh, deal. Oh, no. He, people are going to figure him out. I, I, For I, sure. I disagree with that. You think he's going to be a superstar that wins a championship? Nah, I think he could be a co-superstar to win a championship. Right, so he has to catch that check, and then he can go Iguodala. He'll and never have a have a role getting getting him. I don't deal. see Paul George in any MVP conversations, and I think LeBron and Kawhi are both regular. This MVP. is true. I mean, the, I mean, the last we saw of Kawhi Leonard was against the Grizzlies. Zach real, Lowe's. in the playoffs. He had Zach Lowe's MVP. Or uh, in that series, um, yeah, then he got hurt. You know, um, like single-handedly beating the Warriors. He looked like Michael Jordan. Yeah, legitimate. No, he, in that, he was scoring in isolation playoffs. at will. He, he was, was all iso buckets, and it yeah. was all the weird fadeaway Jordan moves. And then he was just ripping the ball away from people. So that, but that was again, maybe he has a degenerative health issue. Right. right. Part of me thinks I would, if I'm the Lakers, I'm opening my mind to Kawhi, Paul George. Wow. LeBron, cool dude. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Maybe I don't. Maybe well, I don't I mean, need. This may be your hottest take yet. Well, I mean, but then you. I don't. I'm think not. That's... I'm not strong on that opinion. But I'm like that is seems like a very solid team building way to go. And I don't think that that ruins your franchise if you swing that and leaves miss. Lonzo Ball there right. doing stuff. So I, why yeah. are we talking about Lonzo? <laughs> no, it's going to be this a is great the center of the NBA universe yeah, right now. He's uh, going to be a great. A, uh, you know, he's going to be a, a you know a reasonably good starter in the just NBA remember, for a long time. 
Keith prefers Paul George and Kawhi to LeBron. No, I mean, that's it. We can talk ourselves into all this stuff. If, if you get if you get LeBron and Paul George, you're what probably, level of overthinking have you up. approached here? Oh, let's just, have you, you've you've seen the baby dungeon. You know, this man <laughs> sits in a corner. And he so you really don't want head. LeBron I'm out of those three? I'm not. But there's no one, question. I don't like the Lakers. Okay. Oh, okay. So um, you don't want to see LeBron, say, but I'm not saying I want to see them fail. I'm just saying, like right now, they have young, good talent. They have max space. Going LeBron is a specific route that you're tying yourself okay. to. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, you're paying them thirty million dollars for the next four years. I, I have heard this argument from Sixers people more than Lakers people. I guess I feel like the Lakers. I, I feel like nothing in the Lakers' dynastic roots right now is a sure thing. Like that, that was sure. I don't know if any of those players are going to end up being superstars. Oh, right. No, the, no. The current Lakers, no. No. Right. I think you've got a strong core. You could add a superstar to without having to dump You're like a and f- these young kids. Fun core. A fun, I, mean, yeah, I yeah. think when, in, in three years, they want, I think you know, that team's going to be... Mag- like, Magic and Palenka, are, are, they want rings immediately. They do. So they have to go with for So here's the thing. After all this stuff with LeBron, when he's going to sign another one-year deal, there's no question about it. Ugh, here's the thing. The hostage situation do you know, This is when we'll know, uh, and hopefully we're still re- uh, recording so I can remind you how right we are. The moment LeBron signs a multi-year deal, he's done. Yeah, he's checked out. He's gonna stay. He's gonna be like in retirement mode. Yeah, because I can't see this one-year stuff is the best thing for him, and it allows him to go chase his rings. Pop Quinn's hot shot. Who's gonna be the first GM to like shoot the hostage here and, and, and not mess with LeBron's right. <laughs> tactics? No, anymore. because that's the thing. As soon as he decides, okay, this is where I'm gonna be. If it isn't a situation where he can ring win multiple rings, he's just going on a retirement tour. And I think that's something we can look forward to. But right now, when he's doing these one-year deals, he's trying to chase a chip. Well, the craziest thing about LeBron is like it all ends LA. with like playing with his son and stuff like that. It's right. Just... Well, and I think that's possible, and it would be amazing yeah. as a dad-centric breakfast podcast to have <laughs> LeBron play with his son. What but... would I? My 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 bile level would be un- untenable. <laughs> John would just start puking. Just be sitting here just with like, my. Oh. With my dry nards and no, <laughs> no scion, the name dies with me. <laughs> oh, you guys and your families, uh, LeBron. Chris, are, are I have forty-two on? pets now. <laughs> Norbert, get off uh, the couch. Uh, let's write. We can wrap that up. We don't. We don't need to go into more of the, the guessing because I feel like this is all going to break. We know oh. we're going to know by Friday. Yeah. Tomorrow. He's at the early termination to to end his contract, to assume he's going to go to... If he does, that means he's going to a team with cap space. Right. Um, or he can re-sign with, with the Cavs. Right. Um, re-up with the Cavs. So we'll know more then. It seems like there's sm- there's reports that Paul George is just going to take that big co- offer, whatever a big offer is from the Thunder. Really? It seems wild. Or he's going to stay there. We, we knew he was going to opt out because it would cost him $10 million I, I mean, to opt out. I think he should. But I am stunned that it's a thing that's going to happen, or it's a possibility to happen. Yeah, I mean, I could see. Although I, for all of you know, we trash Westbrook quite a bit for you know rightfully thinking it must not be that fun to play with him. But everyone seems to love playing with him. Yeah, yeah I no, guess. I mean, everybody but Ty Lue and Kyle Singler. Mm-hmm. I f- f- Kyle Singler. <laughs> He's mind wiped me. <laughs> <laughs> he still got. He was like the last person to sign like a five year deal. Like a, before yeah. they got rid of five year deals for a non re signing superstar. That was like a Manchurian candidate word like for me. I almost started mil- shooting. Twenty million dollars. Kyle Singler. All right, let's, uh, let's wrap it up with our par fadeaways. What things are we looking forward to in the coming weeks? 
I'm looking forward to what is going to happen with the Wizards and Clippers. This the Austin Rivers Gortat swap. Does that mean we're we're getting ready for a boogie sign in trade? Maybe to the Wizards. Does it mean that the Clippers are? I don't know what it means for the Clippers. Like they're just going to play their young guards. Are they tanking? Are they trading DeAndre Jordan? Uh, it just it, it tantalizes me with with all the options, and it seems like finally we're going to see maybe the Wizards do a little something because I don't think they're just going to sit there with Jan Mahinmi and then small ball lineups. Yeah, there is a, a a multitude of things outside of the LeBron uh, NBA offseason that is uh you know happens the Kawhi stuff, it's Boogie stuff is uh, you know the Sixers are they going to have uh, a plan if they don't land one of these guys, right? Um, you know, there's a bunch of things. JJ Redick. Uh, yeah, there's going to be the and now there's this weird bulk, uh, big men, young guys in the league. What's going to happen to the league if these guys end up being good? You know, if these big men, if we, you know, we scoff at, oh, this isn't a big man league. Right. Here's the thing. If Shaquille O'Neal walked into the NBA right now, he would change the league. Yeah. And there's going to be a big man that shifts the paradigm again. A big guy that can run and play dominant low post basketball because it isn't a a part of the game. He'll have to be able to shoot free throws, but you'll have, that's part of the, and what if that happens? And what happens to the NBA then? Yeah, Bagley can't shoot free throws, right? One of the <clears> other... Uh... I don't know about these kids. I already told you. I don't <laughs> right, even know yeah, their yeah. names. You don't know. I'm just thinking more about also, if I was uh, fantasy GMing or if I was not fantasy basketball, just like in my dream world on NBA 2K, like Paul George, LeBron James, there are so many teams that would be so fun to watch if you right. just got one of those. Like hilariously, like the Pacers. Yeah. Like the Pacers with LeBron James or Paul George returning, that... that Foster would look great with with one that of those is an guys. awesome fun thing for NBA Two like K. The Jazz, thoughts. exactly right. The, the the Nuggets, who everyone like, I'm don't hide the fact that I love the Nuggets. The Michael Porter Jr. having Nuggets. Oh, Michael Porter. I mean, what if he wanted to go play with Anthony Davis? Here's a here's here's a game. Oh yeah, what the, if he wanted to go down there? Like all you these know. all these all these teams that have either a superstar with a couple good guys right. or just a bunch of really really good players right. and need one alpha dog, right. they would be so dominant. Toronto, so like, if you swapped DeRozan for LeBron, yeah. John made the joke about the Blazers. Like the Blazers would be awesome with either one of those guys. Yeah. yeah. Um. Don't just pair up. It's not that much fun. It isn't. But go to if it would be. You know, what if you went to the Nuggets? How That's you what I'm would just, you would lose it? Well, like Gary Harris and, and Jamal Murray is the perfect LeBron right. James backcourt. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. awesome shooters. Can handle the ball, but don't necessarily love creating for others. But he's going for you know he's going for for things that actually have been uh, you know proven. He's not going to go into some weird laboratory try to figure out basketball like he would go to play with uh, Giannis in, in Milwaukee. I got I got a John. I got a gambling question. Hit me. Over under three hundred minutes played next season. Michael Porter Jr. for combined. Tyler Lydon and Michael Porter Jr., the Nuggets' 17 and 18 first-round draft picks. Over under 300 minutes. Uh, Chandler Parsons played 600 minutes, I think, uh, his first season with the Grizzlies. <sighs> Tyler Lydon played four minutes last year. <laughs> I think I would probably take the under. Yeah, there's some talk of Michael Porter Jr. being a favorite for the 1920 Rookie of the Year. Yeah, like with his I red feel, shirt. I feel like we are we might be looking at like a Ben Simmons type situation. It's just one of those things. Where I'm not. I definitely am not willing to bet any money on him being healthy. I wonder what if if we actually got that, what that number would be. Yeah. 
That, I, I'm, I'm going to obsess over this all day. Thanks yeah. a lot. Who's your? Who? Here's my question. Who's your? Because uh, you, you've been throughout the the podcast, the guy that tells me that guy's going to be good, and without a doubt, they've been incredible. Ooh. From from uh, college. No, there's been very few people I that watch been like, too much college. You basketball. do watch a lot of college basketball. Who is the guy that you go? Okay, for sure, he's going to be an NBA player, like a good player. Uh, the, the easiest one is Marvin Bagley. Okay, he was the best college basketball player. Right. Uh, now, could you tell me that he's not good? You know, he could end up being like Rudy Gay or something. Right, which isn't that, a bad that, career. You know, but if, if that's your number two pick and supposed to change your franchise, I could see why you'd be a little... A disappointed. Worried about that. Right. Uh, you know, that that's why I'm so down on Jaron Jackson, because he was the least, like... And, and, and the NBA's definitely changed, and there's a lot more guys who learn the game, you know, at a different rate, right. and, and it's different now. But he's the guy who like bummed me out the most. But Marvin Bagley was the most. That's why Doncic to me was so. Uh, that was your chance to do something splashy right, and right. amazing. And him falling was. I, I can't talk about this anymore. Can okay, we get? Can I do my par fade away? Yeah, yeah, yeah ahead, we're but. done. Your your par fade away. Fade All away, right, out of here. My par fade away is guys. We made it through another season. Hey we're past oh. the draft. I'm excited about not seeing either of you next week while you're in Vegas. Uh-huh. So I got you gifts Yay. to commemorate the season. Who is that? Keith, we're reaching. Who's that? That is oh, a, can you turn it a little more? Oh, we got a Colangelo. Oh, a Colangelo cup. Yes. A Colangelo cup. Let's get Find in there. Find a new slant. What does it say? That's a normal collar. Move on. Find a new slant. And I've, uh, I've also been trying to get this that special is a normal shirt color. made. Oh, nice. I love that collar. That's a good collar. That's a great collar. Sartorial splendor. Mm. Well, Keith, Thank thanks you. for What's watching all the basketball this and there's year. A, there's a koozie. And yeah. Uh, what does it say? Veterans. Veterans Shirtium? That's the people who made that fine oh, okay. koozie. I thought oh, I'd at least I give them a shout out. Bye. Chuck, huh. fittingly, your gift is not basketball related. There are two of them. Ooh, I got some barbecue sauce from Dreamland. Ain't nothing like them nowhere. That's procured uh, near a Monkey Joe's that we may have uh, referenced. Ooh, oh, in Alabama. He told me and he was getting me some sauce in Alabama. A terrifying. Is that illegal? Uh, that's a Night- ring. Nightmare ring. Oh, this ring definitely Whoa. has chambers to keep drugs in. Absolutely. It does? Poison rings. Where does it where the chamber? If you hit someone with that ring, you will do Charles Oakley level damage. If I it is So so Chuck me, has gotten a ring that has uh looks like two compartments. Uh, it could be That two is a jewels. ring where usually you're 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 you're, you have a title like it Baroness. Is, it it right. is legally not Brass Knuckles. No, it isn't. Because Brass Knuckles are illegal. But, yo, you don't want to pop off with this because I, I, you will catch some heat. Yeah. This seems like a ring that, like, if I walked into an old mansion, there was a library, and then, uh, like, a statue there. If it I put fit, the it ring into it, yes. and yeah. then the wall opens up, and there's, a like, yeah. a gold That's how you get stash. to the bat pole. Yeah. I, I hope we're describing that well enough. Mm-hmm. This Speaking ring of is brass incredible. knuckles, is it crazy? Brass knuckles are illegal and guns aren't. I'm sorry. I just... <laughs> well, you got to get turn. you got to get really close to kill somebody with brass, brass knuckles. Right. So, <laughs> so those are that's those are against illegal. the American that, those, way. Those are those are illegal. Yeah, in America, we love guns and have no health care. In yeah. uh, Europe, that's why they fight. They all have health care and no guns. So you pop off at anybody. Right. Who cares? I end up in the hospital. I'm not going to die. And just when you think we can't make this about basketball, I'll say two names. Crittenden Arenas and scene. All right, well, you guys, thanks for listening. Uh, You can support us at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. Though the season ends, the season is just beginning. We will keep on rolling. 
No end in sight. Can't stop, won't stop. Much like the American war machine. 52 weeks a year. (laughs) (laughs) I want a vacation. (laughs) Patreon.com. You're going to Vegas. I hate you guys. Slash Fast Break Breakfast. You can like us on Facebook. Hey, for real, come check us out in Vegas. Follow us on Twitter at Fast Break Break. I'm going to be having breakfast in Vegas a couple times. I'm probably going to post it on Twitter a few days ahead of time where I'm going to breakfast. Like, let's just hang out. Yeah, come holler at us. Let's hang out. Hit up up Keith. I'll be there. Keith and and Chuck are so nice and approachable. Yeah. I am not a very nice man. This all works out. It does work out. It works out great. So you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, never apologize for being G&G. Fair break break, man. You understand?